Next time on a very spooky fine dining podcast, the season one finale, TGI Fridays the 13th. Oh, you betcha. Pineapple's gonna hit the fan as Michael's son Juicy, or in this episode, Juice Son Voorhees, <laughs> goes on a murderous rampage and no one is safe. It gets real spooky, it gets real bloody, and not everyone's gonna make it to the end of the episode. Who will live, who will die? Listen to Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, break down a trip to TGI Fridays based on the atmosphere, the service, and the food, and try not to be scared to death. Hear the thrilling finale of Fine Dining, Wednesday, October 25th, wherever you get your podcasts. Crisps? Craps, more like. How do you like that expression of free speech, Gary? I'm Harriet Langley-Swindon, and this is Nonsensored. Hello and welcome to Nonsensored, the podcast that wraps all the best bits from my very real daily radio show into one easy-to-digest half-hour highlights package. I'm joined as ever by producer Martin. What a show this week, eh, producer Martin? Oh, yes, indeed. Uh, We've got interviews with Matt Hancock and Isabel Oakshot and... An insider's view on the small boats crisis. But as ever, there was so much in The Daily Show we couldn't include. We wish we could broadcast it all. For example, following Gary Lineker's disgraceful breach of BBC impartiality, we had Andrew Neil on to talk about why people paid a lot of money by the licence fee payer should never express political opinions ever. We also asked Matt Letitier for his view, but we're not including that because he mainly suggested that the English Channel was an invention of the mainstream media. Well, you can't prove him wrong. If you enjoyed last week's Time for Questions episode, please send in some questions of your own for me, Martin and Ishan to answer. The email address is nonsensoredpodcast at gmail.com. But let's start this week with the migrant crisis, which is such a big issue that the media can only bear to talk about it occasionally. Yes, we were joined by the man who knows more than anyone about how to cross the channel safely, Peter Andrew O'Ferry, the chairman of P&O Ferries. And don't forget to use the code SNOWFLAKES when you check out to get 10% off your first ride on P&O Ferries. Although be sure to tick the box that says you have indefinite leave to remain in the UK or they will leave you in France. Peter, wonderful to have you on the show. Thank you for talking to us. It's absolute pleasure to be here with you. Now, Peter, you're very aware of this. There's been a lot of talk in the news about migrants and migrants coming over here in small boats. It's become a real problem. But you've got quite an interesting take on this, which is why we wanted to have you on. Well, uh, my my heart goes out to all these migrants um, who are making this treacherous journey Mm -hmm. across the channel on the small boats that are ill-equipped, have very few facilities and very few amenities for these migrants as they make this journey. And we at PNO take tremendous pride in the fact that those who travel with us have a wonderful time. Our customer satisfaction ratings are amongst the best in the industry. And our cheapest fares are amongst the most competitive in the industry. And we believe, P&O, that migrants or not migrants, you have the right and 
the ability to be able to enjoy our services to ensure that your journey across the channel is enjoyable and um, uh, one that you will remember for a lifetime. Yeah, Peter, hi, uh, producer Martin here. Sorry to jump in there. I do just have to remind you, this is not an advert for P&O. Remember we had that that chat before you came came on? It's not an advert for P&O. Just, not at all, not at all. I mean, you're I, I, asking I, you voucher. Know. That okay. was appreciated. No, that's yes. absolutely fine. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't, as the, as the CEO of PNA Ferries, um, I, I, of course, will be able to extol the virtues of them, but I let my customers talk about how good PNA Ferries are. And I'm suggesting that these migrants consider PNA Ferries as an alternative to. Well, so, these no, boats. Hang, hang on, Peter. Peter, what are you suggesting that you're going to help migrants come across and come to this country? Because we've got too many. In business, there is no such thing as help. In business, there is only such thing as trade and money. Right. And I am saying that PNA Ferries offer an alternative option for those who might be considering making the journey across the channel. We offer employment opportunities for those who may be interested in uh, taking that up as an option uh, during their time on the ferry. And we also have entertainment opportunities. PNO Ferries offer numerous areas such as cabaret, comedy. Wait, so Peter, Peter um, you're suggesting and- that you, you will employ these, these migrants to be on your ferries? Well, absolutely. I, I understand from the recent bill that unless uh, a migrant is able to offer some sort of advantage to the economy, they will be deemed illegal or useless to our country. And actually, if we are able to provide those economic opportunities for them, I'm sure it will make the, their path into the United Kingdom and beyond much easier. Uh, yes, but if they're coming over, I mean, they're illegal when they come on shore. So what are you saying? That they work... Until well, actually, they get to England and then ferries, they come over here and use up our hotels. At PNO Ferries, we actually have a few packages. Some are seven days, some are 14 days, some are 28 days, some might even last 365 days. We're able to offer ferry right. services that are able to just circle the United Kingdom in perpetuity. Um, okay, so they, they wouldn't have to get off the boat. Well, it's more than a boat. It's a, it's a ferry with amazing amenities and yes of course Peter, yeah, just to this is precisely what i'm saying that the, the boats um are you saying that your company has spoken to the government and you've got the official word that um they that these these asylum seekers these refugees will be able to um to be uh validate their claim if indeed they become employees of pno ferries is that is that what you're saying well, look, uh, the government and I, we're currently kind of leaving each other on red uh, after an incident a few months ago uh, here at P&O Ferries with uh, our move towards recruiting more agency staff. The reception tends to be quite cold from them. And, you know, I'm a man of deep, deep emotion. And, you know, it upsets me that they would ignore me in this way. So I decided that I wanted to come onto this podcast and speak to you and just, just let you know that um, this is the kind of thinking we're doing here at P&O Ferries that we are offering an, an opportunity for people to use our services uh, at Peter, a very competitive can just, rate. Can I interject? If they're leaving you on red, what, what you can do is you can get certain people to leak those WhatsApp messages to the press so they're aware of what's going on. And do you know somebody in who may be able to oversee this for me? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. I'll, I'll give you her number afterwards in exchange for more vouchers. This, yes, I, no I don't... Uh, but- where would okay. you like to go? No, oh, I don't well, think this should happen while we're 
on air, I, I think this is probably a conflict oh, all of right, interest. Producer can, can I just, Martin. Can, sorry, can I just clarify one more thing? Uh, Peter, you, you, you're saying that um, P and O Ferries are um, offering uh, employment, but also, I mean, you're, are you selling your services to the refugees now? Is that what's happening? At P and O Ferries, our ferries are state of the art, and we have huge spaces to make processing centres, to make comedy entertainment performances, and we're saying that we can work with the government to bring these migrants on board and be able to split them between those who are able to afford to pay the fare, which I reiterate is very competitive compared to the actual small boats and dinghies, or offer them the opportunity to work as cabin crew on P&O ferries and get wonderful benefits such as food and warmth and such. Yes, not being in a war zone and, and being free from persecution are probably both quite attractive uh, offers on land or at sea, I oh, imagine. Well, if you speak to some of my uh, subordinates, they might say they feel persecuted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I mean, I do have slight issues with this plan, Peter. I do think it's wonderful in many ways. But putting them in sort of two camps where some work and some just pay the fare, the problem with ones paying the fare is they still come here, which I have an issue with, and is illegal. It's illegal to come here. Well, well P&A Ferries well, has you, numerous routes. You would routes. be aiding breaking dock, the law. Um, well, we, we, I, I don't think that's true. We'll be, we'll be docking in Southampton and Portsmouth and Dover, uh, some of the most welcoming places in the United Kingdom. And at that point, it is up to the customers whether or not they wish to uh, continue their onward journey. But they can, of course, continue to stay on board on P&A Ferries where we can take them across the world uh, on one um, single State of the art. Do you know what? That's that's quite nice. No, producer Martin. Sorry, I know you want to speak, but it's true. Yeah. It's quite nice living on a ferry. I I did it. I went to the Caribbean for oh god, it was absolutely wonderful, and it really is a wonderful way to live. So actually, you know, I think these migrants should just consider ferry living. Yeah, I I would say. I mean, have you considered the um the rest of your sort of uh, audience the uh the regular clientele on these uh, on these boats, these ferry rides and, and cruises, of course, they famously are old people, um, and old people also tends to uh, not be too pro-foreigner, I'd say. Well, one of the things you may not know about the ferry system is we actually often have uh, mortuaries on them. Uh, and what tends to happen is on board, they're often old people do uh, sadly pass away. And over the course of the journey, I'm sure that the ferries will become a more welcoming place. We don't screen our customers for their political views. P&O Ferries is a distinctly apolitical organization. What we do is ensure that anybody, whoever you are, your background, your ideas, your thoughts, irrespective of that, that you are on a PNA ferry and you have a great time. Well, I think this is interesting. And I guess it, it does raise some questions, doesn't it, about, you know, if migrants can make themselves useful, then they are welcome not here but on a ferry. And I think that's very nice. And equally, you know, if you're a migrant, you don't want to use a boat and you want to swim across the channel, then I think that's already a great way of working out who can compete in the next Olympics. Well, I'm happy to work with you on that. For migrants who are listening to this uh, podcast, we also have a state-of-the-art swimming pool on board all of our fleet. 
say if you wish to uh, undertake some trials, we're more than happy to accommodate that too. I, I feel like a lot of refugees that are fleeing their their homelands due to quite dire circumstances might not be listening to this podcast. But if they well, are actually, out there, I, I hope they, I hope they take you up on the offer. Yes, I, I think it's well, wonderful, well, I Peter. I think it's wonderful, Peter. And good luck to you. As long as you don't let them get off the boat, it's fine with me. Well, thank you, Harriet. And I hope that perhaps through this scheme, we're able to find the next generation of great British athletes like Mo Farah, Greg Rosetsky, and Bukayo Saka. Right. Okay. Right. Well, on that note, Peter, thank you for coming on the show. My pleasure. Next up, we had quite a remarkable bit of audio, didn't we, Martin? Yes, it was incredible. You see, we had booked both Matt Hancock and Isabel Oakshot to give their sides of the story of these WhatsApp leaks. But Isabel arrived early. <laughs> Honestly, it was, it was like an episode of, 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 of Jeremy Kyle or something. <laughs> yes, although obviously Martin means the old Jeremy Kyle show that destroyed its guests' mental health for ratings with no care on whether it would lead to two guests taking their own lives or not. He doesn't mean the show Jeremy Kyle currently has on talk TV. No, 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 absolutely not. Not not that one at all. Matt Hancock, thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, Harriet. I think this is a bit of an exclusive. I don't think any shows had you on yet to talk about this. I, look, I wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't chosen anyone else to talk to than, than you, Harriet. Thank you. Yes, you can trust me, Matt. You can trust me. Thank you. I've, you. I've been I've been let down lately, and I think it's good to hear that I can trust someone now. Yes, if you want to send me any of your WhatsApp messages, I will keep that between us. <laughs> um, good, good. I'll, uh, you know, I, th- I think mo- most of them have. You know, I don't think I've got more really at the moment to. To, to give out. Yes, there's been quite a lot of them. And, and and that's what I want to talk to you about, really. I mean, there's been some quite explosive WhatsApp messages all over the Telegraph. And people have questions, Matt, and I think they deserve answers. Well, we're going to... I, I think, first of all, I, I've, I've been betrayed oh. here. I, I trusted Isabel. And, um, you know, I don't think anyone could have expected this to, to happen. No, uh, she's she's very well known for being very honest and that's um, what she told me so mm, yeah um, she's yeah uh, you know but look i think that we've we got we've got an inquiry set up to deal with this you know let's just wait until the inquiry comes out you know this, this is all being decontextualized okay the problem with inquiries though is i feel they don't show us all the whatsapps that we need to see you know and will they deal with it properly you know we deserve a bit of trial by media with this i'm afraid a trial by media is, to me, the most important trial and the most worthy trial and the trial where you can really get to the bottom of what's going on. And I think this asks a lot of questions about COVID. I mean, let's let's start with that. I mean, you said that you wanted to frighten the pants off people, Matt. Well, we, we were in tier three at the time. So you've got to look at you've got to look when these messages say we were in tier three and it was uh, legal to frighten the pants off people if they were in the same... Uh, bubble as you. So I just think we oh, need I to remember the context of these of these questions and, and I've been very clear about that. Matt, producer Martin here, if you don't mind me chiming in. Um, obviously, a ahead. lot of things have come out in these WhatsApps. 
are you worried about what might come out, uh, you know, what, what is yet to come, as it were, not necessarily just in the WhatsApps, but, for example, um, Snapchats were about to come out, maybe some DMs. Uh, Do you have a private Instagram on- account, Matt? We know you're on the TikTok, uh, I, so I think you know. I try. I try and keep my communications on the Hancock app. I think that's you know. I think Instagram's a, a fad, and the the Matt Hancock app is here to stay. I think so. That's you know, that, that's 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 my view on that. And I think you know what. So so if more stuff comes out, is it is it a crime to have epic banter these days? I don't. I thought you were, you were on the libertarian right, and you would want epic, epic banter being distributed. You know. I mean, it's a good point. I mean, I, I think everyone likes a bit of banter. And as far as I'm Especially aware, it's, it's not epic. illegal. But actually, it's interesting you bring up banter, Matt, because the banter between uh, you and Michael Gove has been quite interesting. So for, for our listeners who aren't aware of this, you asked to Michael, what are we trying to achieve in this meeting? Michael said, letting people express concerns in a therapeutic environment before you and I decide the policy. And then you wrote, you are glorious. And then Michael Gove responded with i heart you well he's a brilliant man he knows it's 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 right to love me of course we 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 were we were were getting great stuff done and we were doing it in a very funny way i think that's the important the important thing right so this this was this was merely banter yeah and it was great banter. if there are any commissioning editors listening i mean i've i've shown i can do reality i've shown i can do i think i think i can do scripted i you know i mean i'm we're in talks to bring back not the week I mean, they said no, but we, we are still talking. I am still emailing uh, them about that. Right, and you you think that sort of that's 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 appropriate, is it? That that kind of thing. Bringing back a beloved BBC topical television show, yeah, I think so. Well, Matt, I've got to say that I mean, although the banter was clearly quite powerful in those messages, uh, you know, this was at a time of national concern grieving people had lost loved ones and there's a real threat in the air quite literally um do you think it was the right time for banter i I think that it's the the british spirit is that we we try and have fun in in times of 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 struggle and look if that's at the expense of people having to quarantine in hotels away from their family I, i think as long as it's great stuff then yeah See, this is so basically you're saying that we went under lockdown for all the, all those months because of banter. And that's well, we, what's coming out, isn't it, Matt? Not because, not I because mean, of banter, it's, not because of banter. It's, it's, I'm saying that we, we make banter when the lockdown, you know, it's banter lemonade out of lockdown lemons. That's what I'm saying. I mean, the, the Telegraph, they have put out these messages and they have shown in a very concise way that all of this lockdown was completely pointless thanks to the journalism of Isabel Oakeshott. And that's your you're pushing that agenda. You're just you're just pushing that agenda again. Obviously lockdowns weren't pointless. It's not it's not pushing an agenda to only show certain messages actually, Matt. It's just creating a story. And it's a story that needs to be told. Told in in inquir- in the inquiry whenever it comes out, be it this decade or the next, and and that will provide us the proper context. I I th- you know, I think we I think we'll need until 2040 for the, for the proper context, I think. To 20, 2040, you reckon that's when that's when the inquiry is coming out? I think so. If you want it to be re- a really good, a really banging inquiry, I think it will take that long. So, Matt, the other, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about was ETAT to help out. So you say in a message that you, you imply that ETAT to help out, that there were there were rising cases that you didn't want people to to know about. 
Um, this I, this I has all been like spun it. so unfair. I, I said that we need to keep the rising cases, the news about COVID out, out of the news. And I don't know what, I, I just think COVID has the right to a private life. I've said, you know, I've been very clear in my own life that I think that some elements of my private life shouldn't have been reported on. And I think that goes as much for a health secretary as it does for a, a zoonotic respiratory illness. I think everyone's entitled to a private life. Okay, well, I guess, again, that's something that will come out in the inquiry, as you say. Oh, okay. Um, th- this is, this, this is, hello, hello, Isabel. You're a bit early. Hi, I just wanted to jump in now. What? Right. Okay. Yeah, that's fine, Isabel. We, we've got you oh, loud and thanks. clear. That's okay. I'm just I, putting you I, through. D- I didn't agree to this. I didn't agree to be on the same program as her. Isabel, you said that you you said that you sorry wouldn't. sorry Matt she she she's a little bit early that's all Matt I'm entitled to appear on any show I wish and see fit you promised that you wouldn't do this I can't be- I can't believe you betrayed my t- this is shocking to me that you betrayed my trust like this I know what I said but if it's in the public interest to me to for me to appear then i'm going to do it it is in the public interest for her to come on our show as well this is my this is my fault i think this is a classic case of of fool me one hundred thousand times shame on you fool me one hundred thousand and one times shame on me so i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna leave and i i can't believe this i i I can't believe you betrayed me like this (laughs) this is matt could you not consider this just another form of bants I mean, you've already shown that you do have uh, a clear power with it. Could you not accept uh, Isabel's a bit maybe kind of resolution exactly. and redemption? I think this is forgiveness. Banter should not be happening on a radio program, on a podcast. It should be where it belongs in WhatsApps between cabinet ministers. That's that's where banter should be. Well, I'm just trying to help. Well, I think okay, you've helped well- enough. I'm 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 going. I'm going now. Thank you for having me, Harriet. Thank thank you, Matt. Sorry sorry about the the Isabel. Uh, the you'll be you'll be hearing from either me or my lawyers, probably. <sighs> Isabel, great to, great to talk to you again. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me on, Harriet. Well, Isabel, you're very much the woman of the moment. Huge huge news story. You must be feeling very very pleased with yourself right now. It's not about feeling pleased with myself. It's about making the country pleased by sharing information that I had and felt that I could not keep a secret like I'd signed a NDA saying that I would. But Isabel, I mean, you could argue that those WhatsApp messages, Matt was already handing them over to the the inquiry. So perhaps they didn't need to go out to the Telegraph. Yes, but who needs to hear about it more. An inquiry into COVID deaths, and I say that with a hint of irony, of which there are over 200,000, and there's more than a little irony peppered on that as well. Who needs to hear it mm. more? That inquiry or all the readers of The Telegraph? That, uh, that I mean, you do have a good good point there. I mean, mm. there, there has been some rumours that some of your colleagues aren't very happy with you, though, because you sold it to The Telegraph and you know, not to say talk radio or, or any of Murdoch's little papers. Yes, but I wanted it to get out to the widest audience possible. And like, I'm not trying to make myself the centre of attention in this. That's just an unexpected bonus because The Telegraph has a wider readership mm. than my TV channel I'm on that hardly anyone watches. Um, Isabel, hi. Um, 
I would just question the idea that you wanted to um, get it out to the largest possible number of people because uh, print media doesn't seem to be the way to uh, to perhaps reach the most people. Do you not think maybe you could have just put it out there um, through some other anonymous means? I mean, WikiLeaks have done things like this in the past. There's a lot of anonymous ways to get the info out there uh, without making lots of money for yourself. I don't understand this question. Can you even hear yourself? Well, I'm, I don't I really mean, understand the question. My question was uh, one of uh, the way that you've sort of painted yourself as um, uh, a guardian, if you will, of truth and and uh, a person of the people relating this mm. information to the, the public. Um, but, mm. but you did you did make quite a bit of money out of it, didn't you? That's none. That's not relevant. That's that's irrelevant. Yes, but it's irrelevant and it's good. Well, but we we would quite like to know um, if you were to to share it and it with 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 the uh, listeners of Nonsensored. They only want to know because they know that I'm so good at making money, and it's irrelevant how good I am at making money, which is so good. If you want to know the secrets, maybe pay me for them. God. But Isabel, it's about the way you've made the money, isn't it? Uh, you As a journalist, yes. But you betrayed Matt's trust. I mean, he said that he trusted you, and that he trusted you, and he that you signed an you signed an NDA. Yes, but the sooner he realizes that NDAs aren't worth the ink they're signed with, then the sooner he wouldn't have write your own books. Maybe, maybe do that. Do you feel bad at all? I don't, like, the concept of feeling bad doesn't exist in my world ever about anything I've very, ever done, a, said, or made money from, loads of it. He's got a very sad face at the moment, I can tell he you that He does have a very we, sad face at the moment, Isabel. That's just his face, believe me. I don't know, I just, right. if it was me, I'd feel guilty. But, I mean, I guess you don't, and that's fine. I mean, you do other things, though, Isabel, don't you? You host a show with your partner, Richard Tice, and yes. that's... Yes, yes. So how much do you want to sort of put out there to the country? You and Richard, you talk, you you talk to the Telegraph. You're spreading yourself a bit thinly, aren't you? Do you have a personal problem with that? Because in all my years of appearing on things, TV and occasionally radio, I suppose, if I haven't got, got anything better to do, never been asked something so personal as that. So is she, is, is she bothering you? Oh, um, she no, it's back. okay, Richard. Go back to eating your whole turkey leg. Right. Oh, is that Richard? Um, um didn't didn't realize you were coming on the show. Hello, welcome to Nonsensored. Sorry, what are you saying? I'm just saying hello. Hi, hello, Harriet. Sorry, sorry. We've got uh, have we got a problem here? No, we've got oh, no problem. No, just, Richard. Just sorry, doing our due diligence by explain. interviewing Isabel. Right. Um, producer right. Martin, moment, we're just we're just asking some hard hitting questions. Uh, a bit of the old oh, reportage. Oh, you want to you want to hit you want to hear? Do you you want to hear? What? No. Do, do I, you think I'm going to let you do that? What? I wouldn't. Do you think um, I'm going to let you do that? I don't think you should if I did, but I wouldn't. So it's... Sorry, mate. Do you, do you want to take this outside? Do you, do you want no. to take this outside? We can settle so, it like men. I mean, I, what, how do men settle? I don't know what's happened. Well, come outside and find out, mate. We should do it in I, the car park. Come outside and find I don't out. want any carpet cleaning what? fees. Ma- Martin, um, remember right. to put your thumb inside your palm when you're hitting. No, it's the opposite I, or whatever. I don't think I need to hit... It, well, let's just... Right, car park, two minutes. See you there. 
Okay, well, that's that's a, no, that's a honestly, fun way to... to um... It's good. This will keep him quiet for eight to ten minutes. This is really good. Actually, I'm looking at Martin four to five minutes. This No, it's good, it's good. And then he's got the rest of the turkey leg, so we should be good for the rest of the interview. Anyway, what's your problem? What is my... I've got no problem. I'm just, I, you know, I'm just interested in, in, in you, Isabelle, and your motives and why you do things. And, you know, mm. and, and the, now you're a presenter now, um, you know, the, the, mm-hmm. I, so you're not just a journalist, are you? I've been on the two main news channels with my own show, GB News, and I moved over to Talk TV, the other one. Yes, the two main ones. I don't know how that's relevant here. I'm just working in the public interest. Is is, pre- is presenting is presenting on talk talk TV? That's that's in the public interest too, is it? Mm-hmm. And it's very fulfilling. It's just Maybe you'd learn some that if you some did of it. us are trained. You know, some of us are trained in presenting, wow. and some of us have been doing that for a while, and some of us don't. You know, get there by nefarious means. You know, you do it on the radio. I do it by being a brilliant journalist who's excellent at making money. The best thing. Um. Isabel, I I don't want to pry too much, partly because I fear um, Richard might be intending to uh, attack me shortly. Um, well, yes, he's still out there. We, 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 he is out there. We, we don't know exactly what's going to happen. He's setting up some kind of um, obstacle course. Or, oh, or God, a, a I know what this is. Challenge. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly what it is. Yep. But uh, what I did want to know is, I mean, Obviously, you you had access to all this privileged information. Is there anything that you've left out? Any little nuggets that maybe you could just pepper us with? You could throw us a little exclusive, a little you know, something that hasn't hasn't hit the headlines just yet. Well, I'm not going to reveal anything that doesn't fit my exact agenda, am I? Right. No, that's fair enough, I suppose. Yes. You have teased, though, that you have more, Isabel. You have teased that you've got some more information, maybe on Matt, something quite explosive. Yes, I do. It's nuclear. And we all know what that means because we all remember what happened when the bombs went off and also Chernobyl. So that means it's big news. So just wait for it. And if it fits my agenda, I'll reveal it to the highest bidder. Well, um, Matt, if he's still listening, he might not. I mean, he was quite upset when we we saw him last. But if he's listening, he must be. Do you, do you think he's quaking in his boots, Isabel? Do you think? Do you think people feel that they can be friends with you now, Isabel? Now that they know that, because I often with my friends, I get them to sign NDAs, and if, right. if are they all going to break that, then they'd no longer be my friends. Yeah, I just the way I see friendship is if it's not advantageous to me, what's the point? And I've got what I need out of him, and that's just how friendship works. Martin, I'm really sorry you're hovering and if you don't go back into the car park, he will come back in here and there'll be a real mess and I'll be the one who has to pay for it. Right, yes, no, fair enough. That's a good note to end on, actually. Um, Well, thank you so much for talking to us. Good luck with your varied career. Yeah, and um, good luck with yours, maybe. Mine's going fine. Mine's going absolutely fine. Thank you. Yeah, fine is not good enough, though, is it? If I only made fine amounts of money, no one would be extremely impressed no, with it's me. No, it's good. It's good. Mine's going great. To me. Right. I, was, I, was, I was being polite. Okay. All right. Think, well, I've got a secret I for you. I might just go and it's fine. Offer, right, that's not a good secret, though, is it? Okay. Michael, you, um, Martin, you need to go off and fight now because um, it, I might, it's, it's getting quite distracting. I might just offer him a croissant. See if that comes in down. He won't like that. Offer him a cob. Offer him a cob. He really like that. Right, I'll, I'll just call it a French cob. So, Martin, did you settle things like men? Well, uh, we did, actually. And how exactly did that work? 
Well, there was there was one of those giant Connect Four things. Huh? I was red, he was yellow. Yeah. Well, that's it for this week. Like, subscribe, tell your friends, and keep those questions coming to nonsensedpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you to Rosie Holt, Brendan Murphy, Ishan Akbar, Alex Keeley, Suze Kepler, and Ed Morrish. I'm Harriet Langley Swindon, and we'll be back next week with more Non-Censored.